Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Previously on Chaotic Normal, the Aristocrabs, aka the crew of Melores Borealis, finally dispatched the majority of the crew from the Seaghost that was on board the Smuggler's Cove. After defeating them, we freed a man named Nate Shankshaft who told us of information about the Seaghost and what it might carry and who might still be on it. The crew then devised a strategy to board and free whatever prisoners there might be as well as relinquish the seas of the dreaded Sea Ghost. The planning involved taking Zelnern aboard the Sea Ghost as a fake prisoner, disguising ourselves as pirates, and then blowing it up with fire after freeing prisoners. But will this strategy work, or will we all end up at the bottom of the sea, becoming ghosts ourselves? Let us find out on Chaotic Normal, The Shattered Isles. You can see details of the ship's main deck around you uh, in this cavern with glue, like gloaming lights hovering from the ropes and uh, masts of the ship. Uh, it lets out a bit of light, but they don't want too much fire here. And it's clear that the cavern is, seems to be soaking in all the light, made worse by the fog that still emanates around it, uh, pouring forth from the uh, quarter deck. Undoubtedly, the uh, the uh, fla- the flask of everlasting smoke that the uh, hags had given to Punketa, the ship deck wizard. In the center forward of the mast, a jolly boat is lashed to the deck with ropes. Aft of the mast is, hat- is a hatch to the below decks area and rope ladder climbing to a crow's nest above. Two human figures lean against the rail mid-deck, staring uh, toward the uh, dock where currently they're rowing the Naughty Dreams back to the shore. They haven't seemed to notice that the Naughty Dreams is a boat they have captured in the past and that they sold to Gellin Primewater, but they are likely to eventually notice that. <clears throat> Between the uh, them, the deck is a roll or the deck level is a roll of canvas and rope and it's kind of rocking back and forth in these slight waves here in the cave to fore and aft below the upper deck stand vague outlines of doors shrouded in fog you can also see ladders that lead to the upper decks the aft one on the port side the forward one on the starboard uh, so you kind of have two options really you have really only one option to get below deck is either of the doors either on the fore or the aft but you're certain that you need to uh, go below deck. Uh, Who's leading the crew? I guess because I'm the, uh, not Sigurd. I'm his bloody Bjorn. Uh, yeah. God damn! I forget the voice I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, oh, I don't even know. Just I, go I, for I, it. Maybe Rubert forgets too. Hey, <laughs> <A>, Captain. <laughs> there it is. Hey, <laughs> Captain. Let me take these prisoners down or the prisoner. Sorry, singular. Down below deck. The captain. Go ahead. The captain gestures you along and says, 
Take him to the sea hold. Throw him in with the others down there. You want us to uh, take the rest of these barrels of wine down too? Uh, he nods and uh, says, or and gestures to one of his crewmen to uh, start handing the uh, kegs over or the barrels over to your crew that you've come on board with. The uh, three of them. Uh, each of you struggles to hold these. You're all very weak people. And uh, this, you've all chose to dump stat strength. And uh, so as you try to haul these barrels, only Zelnern really could. Um, hey, he Turtle Boy. Turtle Boy, grab one of these. Okay. You snap at him, so you're able to carry all four. Um, and you start to uh, head down below deck. And you find that this is only a uh, sing- or the Sea Ghost is only a double masted uh, vessel. With one on the forecastle and one midship. Uh, of course. So you uh, you start heading towards, uh, or do, so do you choose in your intent to get below deck? Do you choose to go towards the uh, forecastle or towards the uh, poop deck? Um, because I know where it is. I'm the is first the, mate. Is the poop deck the back of the ship and the forecastle yeah. is the front of the ship? Yeah, the forecastle is the front of the ship and the aft castle which doesn't sound nearly as great as the poop castle. I think forecastle because what is it that would that's it on our boat too. Yeah, you step towards the forecastle moving past the uh jolly boat that's been lashed to the uh to the deck, shuffling past crew members and over the grated iron uh that looks down into the hold below. Uh that you see that they're currently uh they've kept lashed shut. They don't seem to be unloading any cargo. Um, but as you move across the deck, you see where there is a uh, staircase leading up to the forecastle, and you can see that there is a large, uh, like, imperial trebuchet uh, lashed up there that's been implanted on a swivel mount, and you can see several barrels of what looks like pitch that they undoubtedly light on fire and then have this trebuchet hurl at other ships. Um, you all, But instead of heading up to the poop deck, you find yourself presented with three options— Three doors stand before you, one standing on its own, and two to the on the left side. You look at it wondering which goes below deck, which goes to uh, storage rooms or other such places. You look to see that the captain isn't yet paying attention to you. If you make a choice swiftly, he might not notice. Uh, what's behind door number one? You take the door on the far right. Um, as you pull the door open... Or sorry, door on the far left. As you pull the door open, uh, you open to the uh, ship's galley. A crude metal stove, not lit, leans against the hull. It has an adjustable metal chimney that can be placed through a vent hole when it is opened. Next to the stove is an open metal bin containing sticks of wood kindling, and beside that is a large wood table bolted firmly to the deck. With a thick top crisscrossed with score marks, evidence that the people have been playing five fingers. The table has a large drawer in it. Hanging from the hooks set into the hole above the table are two iron frying pans, some saucepans, and a skillet. What level of detail is necessary here, I don't know. But uh, set <laughs> against the bulkhead opposite is a large cask filled with a clear liquid, undoubtedly some of the ship's washing water. And beside this stands a wooden cupboard. Against the bulkhead beside the forward door is a wooden upright chair, and hanging from the center of the deck above is an unlit hooded lantern. Um, You do see that there is another door leading out of here, but it clearly is not steps leading down. Like the door, the room you've just stepped into is clearly not steps leading down. Do you want to pass into here, or do you choose a different door? Phil? Um, is there any other pirates like near us aside from the captain? Uh, there's a few crew on deck. Yeah. Can I like hold my barrel up? So it's like covering my face and be like, Hey, open the door to the slave chambers. I can't see anything holding this barrel. Can I like shout that and see if anyone opens it? Make a deception to see or intimidation or deception. Your call to see if you can coax anyone into it. Feels intimidating. Oh my god, my online dice roller is extremely laggy. Then use real dice. It's this is an actual play, spinning. not an online play podcast. Oh it's spinning. It made the dice noise. It's almost done What's rolling. What's weird is your camera crapped out at the same time, too. 
I it's almost we there. We can just edit this out. No, I think this okay. is the content people want. This is what they crave. <laughs> it's a 15. <laughs> um, For those of you of home, at home, that was one hour that I edited out <laughs> of waiting. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you call that out and a crewman comes shuffling forward. He stops at the door, though, or he stops there, kind of idling between the two remaining doors as you're kind of standing outside of the... Uh, the ship's galley. He idles between the two remaining doors, the one on the far right and the one in the middle, and says, wait, you mean the lizards? Or do you mean down, like, the holds down below? The holds down below, you idiot. Uh, as you snap at him, he uh, uh, scrambles to the middle door, pulls it open, and says, uh, you're right down there, you just uh, come on, watch your step, you don't want to be dropping, that's good brandy. Thanks. Shove off, mate. <laughs> he steps aside, allowing you to step below deck. Hey, get to scrubbing. He immediately takes your uh, command and begins to scrub the deck where, at, at the feet. You, uh, <laughs> you step into a very, very tight staircase. It is uncomfortably tight. Um, in fact, Zelnern struggles to get through it. Uh, his bulky shell scraping into the side. You see the crew member up above looking up at, as one of Zelnern's spikes kind of gouges the wood. And he kind of says, oh, you're going to get it for that, turtle? Um, and uh, you disappear from his sight as he winces, imagining what tortures will befall this poor <laughs> imprisoned turtle who's now scratched Captain Sigurd's snake eyes' precious hole. Um, as you step down this narrow staircase, uh, there is a thought that runs through your mind. He said, do you mean the holds below or are you talking about the lizards? Uh, what that means, you're not sure, but you can assume the lizards is behind that remaining door on the main deck. You step down below, though, uh, your steps bringing you to the crew quarters Various unpleasant odors of humanoid occupants compete for recognition here. These crew quarters fill the entire forward part of this deck. A companionway staircase uh, has brought you down from the main uh, from the main deck, six feet from the bulkhead, and near it, more to yeah, that sentence didn't work. A companionway staircase leads up from a point about six feet from the bulkhead. Near it, more star more to starboard is a door. So you've just come down from this. Uh, companionway staircase that's led you down into this crew quarters. You see that there is hammocks littered throughout, and you see actually there's a there's two men in the in this room. One of them swings in a hammock, uh, looking nauseous, while the other one seems to be trying to urge him to get out of his bed. There's also a table stretched out in the middle with benches, uh, various dice and cards scattered across it, a couple candles burned down nearly to their nibs. Uh, there is what appears to be a uh, there's a plank of wood with two large holes in it that reeks of shit and is undoubtedly a place for them to shit. Um, and as you step down in here, uh, quite the commotion coming down, you see that the uh, sick man in bed kind of turns to like kind of rolls in like a fever sleep while the other man, a uh, haggard looking guy with his uh, human man with his like a bandana around his forehead uh, turn and a hook for a hand turns back from the bed uh, a sneer on his face until he recognizes bloody Bjorn or does he what is your spell save DC uh, my spell save DC is 14 the man looks and his eyes wide and says first mate Bjorn hey it's just uh, <clears throat> anything you need doing sir and he looks clearly worried and frightened, and you see he's kind of positioned himself between you and his sick crewmate laying in the hammock. Aye, has the ship's doctor been to see this man? Uh, he looks at you and says, No, sir, ship's doctor still refuses to treat any after or any what was involved in the capture. Hmm. I'm sure they have their reasons, but... It's because he's a coward, sir. A zilcomnist coward. Uh, too true, too true. But don't be saying that too loud. Lest why is he hear ye? Um, the, uh, the crewman uh, kind of nods and seems to look very uncomfortable with your presence here. Um, and also seems to be a bit off-put. 
uh, like, or almost caught off guard. Your sudden niceness seems to be not what he expected from Bloody Bjorn. All right. Well, we're not paying you to sit around here on your dead friend's bed. Now go do some cleaning. Uh, he immediately rushes to the table, sorting cards and uh, scraping up wax. You see, there is one door that leads out of here. Um, and as you kind of... I think those lizard cages need cleaning. Uh, he looks home and he says, well, Again? Those bastards. I swear it's like they don't even understand the meaning of crap lines. They just keep shitting in the room. And they eat more meat than the rest of us. I don't know why Cap'n lets... Oh, no, I, I wasn't trying to question the judgment of Cap'n. Please, uh, you sir. best not be questioning the Cap'n, lestwise you walk the plank. Uh, he, groveling, shuffles off off upstairs, leaving you alone in the uh, crew quarters, save for the fever-sick man laying in his bed. There is Good. one door that leads out of here. So, mm. Should we go that way? Not hey. that I uh, get to choose. Uh, is one of you willing to look at the ill man to see if there's yeah. something we can do to help him? I want to get the skinny. Let's see if he's got some gossip, man. Yeah, Phil, you, you want to stay with him and we'll go uh, lock Zelnern up? Yeah, sure. I'll be right here if you need me. Hey, you got like a code noise or anything? Wait, when when we look around in the room, is there like another descent or there's just that other single door? Yeah, there is just one other single door in here. It doesn't look like the crew quarters leads down any further. Okay. Um, if someone's coming, I'll do like a cough or a whistle or I'll bang my foot three times or something. All so right, wait, two, good. No, two times means we're good. Three times means uh, you guys might need to come out guns a blazing. All right, good to know. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, then we'll continue down to the next door. All right, you head off towards the next door. Um, we're going to focus on that for a room, and then we'll switch back to see what Phil learns from the fevered man. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Bloody Bjorn, in quotes, you lead Zelner and the other two crew members hauling their casks into a uh, quite precious room. Uh, as you open the door, lantern light reveals an orderly cargo hold, though the center or through the center runs the base of the main mast. Beside it, narrow wooden stairs lead up to the a hatch above. Against the aft bulkhead are stacked, stacked bolts of cloth lashed by ropes to brackets bolted to the deck so they are secure. On each side are a stacked a large number of small casks, also secured by ropes to the deck. Uh, you do see that there are four crew members in here. I'm oh, sorry, five crew members in here as they seem to be sorting and organizing uh, cargo. They turn towards you, four of them looking to be just lackeys at work, while one of them seems to carry himself with the aura of command. He turns towards you. Um, he turns towards you, his eyes looking on. You see he's got a, uh, he's got like a, scroll in his hand and he seems to be taking inventory and he looks up with a bit of a glare and then says Bjorn? Bjorn, is that you? Um, and Aye, you see who he's, else would it be? And you see he squints, unsure of his eyes. You've got a beast behind you, Bjorn! Aye, we're taking him to the, the water prison. We've already got one in there, Bjorn. I don't think that one's going to fit with the other. A nasty little bitch, the one we've got locked away in the hole, keeps cursing at us in her bubble tongue. Mm, bubble tongue. You know, the bibbly-bobbly that they speak beneath the waves. Ah, of course. How could I forget? Um, and you recognize that he is clearly uh, speaking of uh, wet speak, which is the... Uh, uh, language that people uh, or that people consider uh, Aquin here. It's called wet speak, and it is the common that is spoken by the uh, the merfolk and other peoples beneath the waves. It's very hard for uh, landward people to be able to mimic wet speak. In fact, most tongues are incapable of it. Zelnern probably doesn't know wet speak, but he his mouth is capable of wet speak. Mm. Well, perhaps our turtle friend here 
can communicate with it. Have we gotten any information out of her? Uh, he says nothing, but uh, or nothing much, but she is quite the, the the fine specimen of merfolk. Golden scales, the best kind, as far as I can tell. One of the men in the room says, uh, "Bosun Fritoff, I don't think they're gold. I think it's more bronze." Uh, and you see the bosun, as he's now been identified, turns towards that crewman with a sneer, squinting his eyes, trying to identify who said it, and says, Which of you rat bastards dares doubt the quality of my eyesight? Uh, they all uh, quickly shuffle down some point to the one who did it, but his eyes seem to be bad enough. His eyes seem to be bad enough, he can't identify who they're pointing at. I... <laughs> Well, you didn't recognize me at first, so uh, maybe he should be guessing your eyesight. Um, he turns back to you and seems to size that up, Bjorn. I need a, uh, I need a intimate or no persuasion on that, as he seems to doubt you. Uh, Nineteen. He looks with a curious stare and says, "You feeling all right, Bjorn?" Uh, I think I spent too long on land. You know, I need to get my sea legs again, and it's uh, it's made my guts all rumbly. Gross. Uh, he points towards. Uh, uh, he points off towards a door on the far end of the room, uh, moving past the grate that leads down to the bilge, uh, and uh, on the ceiling leads up to the main deck. And he points to this, there's two doors on the back, and he points to one of them and says, go on through. Uh, the way should be clear, just make sure not to trip over the mess these louts lay about, as he gestures to his men. Uh, Foul Fritoff, the, bl- the near-blind bosun, uh, lets you pass by him, escorting your prisoner off towards the, uh, the water hold, where apparently they've already got one, as he described in a merfolk that some say is bronze-scaled, while he claims is gold scaled. Hmm. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and make a uh, any sort of knowledge. I'll let you each that's in the room make a knowledge check of your choice on uh, the color of the scales of a merfolk. Uh, five. Must have read something about this somewhere. 17. Yeah, Rubert, you've heard countless stories, but it's so hard to make any truth out of them because merfolk scale color is basically like, you know, it's the equivalent of the hero's journey. It's in every story. Um, And my father claimed to have been in every single one. Yeah. Jules, yours was an arcana or history. What was the choice? History check. History check. Uh, You know that for... Uh, the last few decades, uh, merfolk scales have or merfolk scales have been illegal, um, but they are traded as a commodity and like considered a precious luxury good. With many people uh, buying them for you know like medicinal purposes or arcane purposes, but they've been illegalized throughout the uh, Ancien Republic and throughout the Agdulin Islands. Here, uh, there's really no clear market for it. And uh, even in Tretzazil, the pirates are said to consider the practice of descaling merfolk to be a crime. And uh, what were you going to try? Uh, Can I try a survival check just from kind of living in the area and surviving? Sure, yeah. Uh, 20. Nat 20 or just regular 20? No, just regular. Uh, you're aware, I guess, if it was you and a nat 20, you would have been very excited. Uh, <laughs> You'll know. Uh, you're aware that uh, merfolk scales, uh, you've been told to make sure to dirty yourself up by the dwarves, to dirty yourself up anytime you're going for a swim near boats, lest they think the sparkle off your uh, your shell is a merfolk scales. <laughs> uh, and that's really what you know about surviving with it. But you also know that there is no health effects or mineral benefits to dwarves, at least, uh, for uh, merfolk scales. And it seems to be more a, uh, I don't remember the word for it, but a thing that's poached and uh, does nothing. Uh, but you step across the room, moving past these kegs. And as you move past, those of you with keen perception, uh, 
like 12 or more notice several of these barrels uh have a stink of gunpowder about them and seem to warn uh like danger flammable uh while others seem to be wine or beer others seem to be water some it just seems to be a mix in here but there is certainly gunpowder in here making this cargo hold a very uh a powder keg a certain a sort of powder keg uh, you move past to the uh, door on the far end, and you push your way through it. Uh, actually, sorry, you move past towards that door, and as you move towards it, uh, you grab at the lock, and you find it to... Or you grab the door, and the handle turns, and you find it to be locked. The rattling draws the attention of the bosun, who looks at you curiously, suspiciously, and half-blind. Moving over to Phil, you're still back in the crew quarters as uh, they've moved their way across the cargo hold, uh, drawing the attention and now significant suspicion of the uh, bosun. You find yourself engaging with this uh, this fevered man. How do you go about trying to do that? Uh, first, can I do just like a standard medicine check to see if I can, you know, get some awareness of him, see if he's lucid. Uh, I don't know, maybe put my hand to his head feel how feverish she is yeah go ahead and make a medicine check slow dice slow dice it's rolling it's still rolling god it's another hour i had to edit out everyone at home all right that's the content for the night all right <laughs> i'll use a different dice roller after this roll i'm sorry oh my god <laughs> it's literally taking forever it's an 11 refresh the page maybe i'll try that it's probably are you just idea. drawing drawing dice in um paint <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i am the uh you look at the man and you can tell his fever is bad um the exact cause of it you don't identify it doesn't look like he has any uh it doesn't look like he has any clear wounds or any clear uh problems but uh yeah uh the man sorry as you look over the man you can tell he is fevered and the cause of it becomes clear pretty quick you see that there is dried matted blood all across the side of his shirt and as you uh as you kind of take a look under there this cloth sticks to it and you can tell he has a festering rotting wound that is not like a not just like rotting yet but a festering wound that has not been properly tended to okay you recall the words of the other pirate saying that uh, the doctor refuses to still treat anyone after, uh, or or anyone what took her, as he said. Anyone what took her. Uh, can I lean in? Hey, buddy. Can you hear me? Hey. Oh, the pounding of the drums. Hey, what happened to you? Hey. Uh, you try to coax something out of him. But he's very clearly delirious. Uh, you're going to need a persuasion check to see if you can get this man to share anything with you. Instead, can I pull a bandana from uh, from my side or my around my neck, wrap it around my hand? Uh, I I put my hand over his mouth and then I press on his wound for a while. Uh, yeah, it's like trying to charm him or what are you trying to accomplish with this? No, other... I'm trying to fucking hurt him. Oh, you're trying to hurt him. Yeah. All right, you press into the wound, and he gasps in pain, and oh, oh, oh and whimpers there. Shut up. I have my hand over his mouth. Oh my God. Shut up. The Jason pain Dark seems turn. to uh, jar him to uh, to awareness for a moment. His wide, fevered eyes search about the room and then fall on you. Tell and me what says, happened to you. He left the Pedra. The orcs. We went ashore. So many drums pounding. That stone tooth with the arrow took me. Barbed and jagged, poisoned with rot. Diente de Pedra. We went for the weapons. We just wanted the weapons. He whimpers terribly and then passes out from pain. Um, can I do a history check on Diente de Pedra? Yeah. Okay. Got a new dice roller, everyone. Buckle up, folks. <laughs> she doesn't roll good. <laughs> uh, it's a six. Um, you have not heard much of Didienta de Pedra, though uh, he seemed to be talking about orcs, and he said stone tooth. 
Um, and you have heard of an island to the south called the Stone Tooth, or what was originally named by the uh, the conquistadors that uh, conquered this land hundreds of years ago, or a hundred years ago. Uh, Dienta de Pedra is how that would translate into their Jalaran tongue. You don't know beyond that anything about it, other than that it's located at the bottom of the Fortune's uh, Fortune's Channel, just before the Doldrums. Okay. Um, can I smother him? I'm going to put him out of his misery. Yeah, you can. I do uh, that thing. You smother him, and as he kicks emptily uh, in the other room, uh, Foul Fritoff has turned towards the door and says, Bjorn, what are you rattling at that door for? I fuck. I seem to have left my keys back on shore. Do you have a spare that I could use to unlock this door? I need a uh, deception. And the difficulty <laughs> is very hard. Oh, boy. Uh, go fail me now. Ha, I stole them from you. And threw them away. 16 it, deception. Advantage, I guess. <laughs> advantage as Zelnern lends the, uh, I stole them from you. 23. Uh, he looks at you and says, he stole the key from you? Is no, he a wizard then? A warlock? A servant of the deep? And then you see him start to draw a uh, Zilkomnis pistol from his, ba- or from his uh, belt and the other men start drawing out their swords and he says cause he would have to been that kind to steal the password from your mind. Roll initiative oh, because uh, these doors are magic locked <laughs> and uh, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> Damn. If you can end this fight quick enough, you uh, you won't have alerted the entire ship. It is four people plus the bosun here. Okay, 11. 17. Damn, and I really like doing this guy's voice too. <laughs> well, if you uh, if you survive, survive this, you'll get it. Survive. Jules and Phil, what was your initiative? Yeah, that's a really good question, Graham. Do you want? Can I just go at the end since I'm like not in the other room, or I'm in the other room? Yeah, and frankly, uh, Phil, you won't be going unless uh, they make enough noise to aggro the ship or intentionally get you to rope you in. I'm 15. So I'm You're fifteen. Yep. And, All right. Uh, can we see this corpse of deranged Jenny Sandbones just over to no, the left there? That's that's not here. <laughs> well, she is haunting me oh, in God. a way. All right. Uh, my initiative was eleven. All right. Uh, we're gonna start and put Zelnern. Oh, he's got eleven. Uh, Rubert, you've just been called out by Foul Fritoff, uh, although he's vaguely blind, so he doesn't seem to be able to see you super well, and you are the quickest to act. What do you do, Rubert? They've drawn their weapons. They clearly mean to cause harm to you and your crew. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go for Foul Fritoff and give him the chair. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to just give him a good, good old stabby stab. All right, roll the stab. Uh, shit. Uh, 24 to hit. Indeed a hit. <laughs> and I'm going to use a... Uh, is there... Are any of the other pirates adjacent to him? Uh, yeah, they've all kind of gathered around him. Okay, I'm going to do a slashing flourish then to add a bardic inspiration die to deal extra damage. Uh... It, the d6 damage to any other creature within five feet of me Heck yeah so you like hop against one of the barrels jumping over to stab into foul fritoff and then you slash with it stabbing over into the pirate on his left uh can i position myself in such a way so that i'm surrounded by them sure if that makes you happy yeah because it's any creature within five feet of me so oh yeah you could have put yourself next to like three of them okay i'll do that foul fritoff and two pirates all right, so first, just um, 10 slashing damage to him. Foul Fritoff cries out, ah! And then an additional uh, 3 damage to all of the other pirates. And that him. is a 
That is a very cool ability. And it costs one bardic inspiration dice? Yes. That's super yeah, cool. Kind of, like kind of uh, dance in between them and they just kind of like in a full like sweep, like low sweep to the ground, slash around all of their like ankles. All right, so you've charged in. The pirates uh, that you slash into, they've drawn their scimitars, and now that you're sort of surrounded, they cleave their blades down onto you for uh, 16 to hit. That's a direct hit. The blade slashes into you, uh, tearing against your skin for six slashing damage. And then uh, the next, or then Celeste, what do you do? Rubert's just been slashed by a pirate. Foul Fritoff looks like he's starting to pull his gun out. He looks like he's going to aim it upwards, clearly meaning to uh, call for reinforcements with its bang. Can I thorn, try to thorn with that out of his hand? Ah, sure. Yeah, that's a cool idea. You also hear the ship's cat mewling somewhere. (laughs) I'm going to use that to try to hide any other noises of the shooting. I got seven. All right, well, that actually beats his acrobatics check to hold on to it. You yank the gun clean out of Fritoff's hand, or sorry, his athletics. You yank, because I rolled a one. You yank the athlete, or the gun clean out of uh, Fritoff's hand. He cries out, no, me firearm! Uh, and it goes clattering down onto the ground between the two of you. It kind of skids down to your feet, uh, but you manage to tear it free, so he can't use that to call for help on his turn. Good job, Celeste. Do I have enough movement to be able to like run towards it so I can pick it up before he does? You stand on top of it and you kind of snatch it up with your other hand. He looks at you, clearly meaning to take it back. Uh, And sorry, he tries to look at you. He squints and he says, I don't know who you are, but I'm going to get that back. Jules, you've just seen that uh, Celeste has stolen back the firearm. But meanwhile, uh, uh, meanwhile, Oh my god, Rubert, there we go. Rubert is surrounded by pirates, and there's another two pirates who look like they're about to come charging into uh, you and Celeste. What do you do? Does the guy with the pistol look, like, stronger than the other ones? Uh, yes, he seems to be there. Uh, he's probably a lot more uh, capable, although he is blind, so not doing great. Oh, he's blind. Yeah, and he no longer has a pistol. Celeste has uh, disarmed him. He is their That's bosun, good. though. Uh... If you're a held person, can you still talk? No, you're paralyzed. You can do nothing. Uh, well, I'm going to just hold person on him just to be safe. I don't want to right. yell out or anything. You, how do you do that? Uh, I reach out. I feel like a lot of my magic is kind of like sympathetic body stuff. So I kind of reach out and like grasp towards him. And my my uh, my blood starts kind of rushing through my arm. And then his body, his muscles kind of start rushing. And then he like starts feeling his muscles all... Um, kind of not convulsed, but like um, it's like he gets cramps all over his body and he just kind of shuts Ooh, down gee. and can't move anymore. That's pretty horrible. He is held there by tight body cramps in place. Uh, he is in intense pain, uh, but he tries to break free of it. What is the saving throw? Saving throw is wisdom 13. I got a seven. So he uh, remains paralyzed. You have paralyzed foul Fritoff, Jules, as you kind of sit there with a sympathetic link to him. Another pirate uh, chooses to slash into uh, Rubert, who's thrust himself into their midst. The Rubert, Rubert, the blade cuts against you for 24 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. For a seven slashing damage, the pirates are getting the upper hand on him. Zelnern, you have manacles around your wrists that have been... uh, Un, that are unlocked um, but appear to be uh, holding you in place. What do you do? You are disarmed though. Yeah, I have problem. no weapon. Yeah, um, do I see anything around that could be used like a weapon? Uh, you could easily grab like one of the uh, like there, there's like you know there's a couple like mops nearby. You could like use a barrel as an improvised weapon. You could grab a bolt of cloth and start buffeting people with that as a Lennon. You're in a cargo hold, so really anything you uh, you want to imagine that might be down here that's not explicitly actually a weapon is down here. All right, I'll just use the barrel in my hands and hope that it's um, a wine one. Um, okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for uh, what looks to be like their captain. So you rush across to the bosun, barreling past Jules and Celeste, almost shoving them aside the barrel above your head. You smash it down onto the pirate bosun. You have advantage on this because he is paralyzed by Jules. Nice. Okay, I rolled a 11 plus with my normal attack 
add DC plus five work for that? Uh, so you wouldn't add your proficiency bonus because it's improvised. Okay. So minus three to that. I should have just clawed instead. Oh, well. Um, so 14. You crash it down onto his head. Uh, as it crashes down onto his head, uh, as an improvised weapon, it's going to deal a uh, D... I'm going to say because this is a larger I item, it's going to be a D6. And then it's an auto crit. So 2D6 plus strength. Nice. Plus, um, uh, ten plus three, uh, thirteen damage. Wow, damn! Wow, uh, you crash onto Fritoff's head. The barrel shatter, or the barrel shatters Fritoff's head, uh, dropping him to the ground as the paralysis uh, leaks out, or like lets go of him, allowing him to drop to the ground unconscious. However. Uh, the barrel itself shatters in your hand, gunpowder raining down all over uh, Foul Fritoff's body. Uh, he lays unconscious on the ground from the barrel, uh, but he is covered in just loose gunpowder, enough to do a flash burn if you were to set it, but no longer an explosive. The other pirates look over at that, shocked at the fact that you apparently had barrels full of gunpowder disguised as brandy. Do you have any bonus actions? Um, no, I'm not going to rage at the end here. All right. Uh, one of the pirates charges towards you, the prisoner, uh, to Zelnern, slashing at Zelnern for 14 to hit. Miss. Another one uh, slashes at you from adjacent to you for six to hit. Miss. Foul Fritop's unconscious. Phil, you're in the other room and safe and sound. Uh, Rubert, what do you do? You're surrounded by pirates. Fritoff is, un is unconscious on the ground there, uh, removed from combat. The smell of gunpowder is rich in the air. There's a pair of somewhat wounded but still lethal pirates around you. And then two piled on Zelnern. Uh, first I'll pull out my, uh, rapier and I'll throw that to Zelnern. Dope. And then with the scimitar warning, I'll slash out at one of the other pirates against me. All right. That's, goddamn, another 24 to hit. That's definitely a hit. For 10 slashing damage. Uh, the pirate gasps as he collapses to the ground, trying to grab at his own blood, but his blood pours forth. You've slain the pirate. Then, yeah, I'll turn, like, to interpose myself between the other one next to me and the rest of my crew. All right, you interpose yourself, and that pirate grabs his scimitar, choosing to attack you. His blade crashes down for 14 to hit. That's a hit. Yeah, I'm sorry, my AC is actually 14, not 16. Three slashing damage as it cuts against you. It's not a terrible blow, but still, it cuts into your leathers. Celeste, you see that there's two pirates mobbing onto Zelnern with their scimitars. Uh, Zelnern's just caught a, a, or a rapier in the air. He's got a barrel, or his barrel shattered. Well, meanwhile, Rubert is locked in a blow of swords with a scimitar to scimitar with another pirate. What do you do? I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Healing Word on Rubert for yeah. six healing points. And thank, then. Thank you, last. And then I'm going to pick up the gun and point it towards the gunpowder pile that's on Fritas or Foul Fritoff and shout, um, listen to us or I'll blow it all up. All right, make an intimidate check as your action. And again, the cat's the ship's cat mules in the background. She'll do it. She's crazy. <laughs> God, a seven. Uh, they laugh and say, "You know, one's so daft they'd blow your themselves up just to kill us." Uh, and they don't seem to believe you're crazy enough to do it. Uh, Jules, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to cast, um, God, as much as it sickens me, I'm going to bring out the old buggy boys again. Uh, I'm the most confident looking one to hopefully strike some fear into them. All right. Uh, he makes a con save, right? 13 got a, con. Got a six. All right. That's four. And he starts running. <laughs> 
uh, one of the pirate who just laughed, uh, saying no one's that daft, watches as suddenly the gunpowder that covers the unconscious fell Fritov starts like rolling over and popping and breaking as like little pustules full of worms break open in it, beetles rolling over that then swarm up on top of him and screaming. He starts to run away back to cross the room and it's his full speed, right? 30 feet. Uh, this has just says five feet, actually. Okay, so he turns and he runs, uh, screaming as he moves away from you, terrified by what he's just seen. Uh, and then Jules, with you finished, uh, Zelnern. Uh, there's one pirate on top of you, one pirate locking swords with Rubert, and then there's one wounded pirate run- who's running away in terror at the bugs crawling all over him. You're not going away that easily, and I um. I cut him off and uh, try to slice him up. All right, you rush after that pirate. Uh, make sure not to provoke an attack of opportunity. You plunge the rapier. Um, is this is he distracted by the bugs? Is this advantage? No, it doesn't give you advantage. Just normal attack. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, rage then first before I swing. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get angry. <laughs> and then I will um, recklessly attack. Heck yeah. Um, for a 11. <laughs> 11? Well, let's see. Uh, his AC is 11. No, it's 12, <laughs> thanks to his leathers. By some miracle, he manages to sidestep it. You're like slashing it down with a reckless abandon. It's, he oh. sidesteps it just barely. It nicks against his leathers, and he looks down thinking he's dead, only to realize you've just cut his, like, uh, leathers from like neck to crotch and his his whole like cl- like armor peels wide open but you've not successfully hurt him uh if you're finished on um, there if i have any movement left i want to kind of like get myself between them and the any way out of here uh yeah so you reposition yourself around one of them swings at you with an attack of opportunity as you kind of reposition yourself but misses and then if you're finished zelnern uh, one pirate, uh, seeing that you've just you're trying to block their exit, he charges towards uh, Celeste, who's made this threat of uh, who's made this threat that he was she was going to shoot the uh, gunpowder. He charges over, swashing at Celeste for twenty to hit. His scimitar, his scimitar cuts into you for seven slashing damage. Meanwhile, another pirate, uh, the one that you've just blocked off the path for, Zelnern, he slashes his scimitar against you for nine to hit. It rakes he uselessly against... Oh, yeah. Let's find out. Not a nine. Oh, no, an eight. Yeah, he rakes uselessly against your shell. Phil, you're still sitting there smothering the man. Uh, I think I forgot about uh, that. <laughs> Why won't you die? <laughs> Rubert, you're locked in blades with a pirate. Another pirate's behind you, battle or like cutting into Celeste, while Zelnern seems to have blocked a guy against some barrels. What do you do? Oh, I'll go slash the one that's attacking Celeste. Alright, you abandon your fight against the one that's with you. He swings out with his blade and misses. You move against the one next to Celeste. 16 to hit. You easily cleave into him. For nine slashing damage. He cries out in serious pain. He's clearly bloodied and wants to flee. Well, cannot let you flee. Uh, and then bonus action, I will healing word uh, Celeste. Solid combo. Uh, four, nice. Seven HP. Woo. The pirate that you had abandoned the fight with chases after you, swinging towards you, or uh, throws his scimitar at you for ten to hit. You pivot away just as you finish the healing word to parry his blow, and it's a badass, like, back and forth. You're fighting two men fighting you on either side as your blades ring out, singing in this hold. Uh, Celeste, what do you do? I push away all the cats that are jumping on me. (laughs) (laughs) And then I take the gun, and I point it at the guy who's bloodied right next to me, and I try again to get him to get him to help us. How are you trying to get him to help um, you? I want him to open this door and not tell anyone, basically. So I point at him and I'll like, stop trying to attack us. And if you want to live, open this door. All right. Attempt to intimidate on this. You've already failed once on this guy. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to have disadvantage on it. Oh, shit. She'll do it. She's crazy. Seven. 
Uh, he looks. At, he doesn't seem to uh, believe that you would kill him. He seems to think okay. that he still has to fight you. Well, uh, and if I'll you're... just shoot him next time, I guess. All right, uh, Jules. What do you do? This man clearly doesn't look like he's going to uh, help you. He's very wounded, though. Give him the bugs. You give him the bugs. Yeah, give him the bugs. He got a four on his con save. Ooh, that's the bugs he, for him. He had terrible, uh, like uh, gain green already, or scurvy. Terrible scurvy. This time, I could only manage to summon up some uh, some of those kind of almost cute little beach lice because uh, I only did one damage. That's all you had left HP wise. And also who says sand fleas are cute? Yeah, I guess it's less cute when you call them beach lights. Too. <laughs> uh, you kill the, uh, or the pirate. He is devoured by sand lice dying as he tries to flee. Uh, Jules is a nightmare of whale falls and Zelnern. There's a pirate next to you who is trying to escape, but you've uh, cornered him off. What do you do? We're not going anywhere. And I am going to swing at him. Uh, You're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. <laughs> uh, 20 to hit. Oh, you easily cleave into him. What's the dice for a scimitar? D- or you have a rapier, a D8. Rapier. D8? What? You can use your dex mod if you want to. I do not want to do that. <laughs> All right, eight damage. Uh, he topples back dead. As also, I'm imagining Zelnern's not fighting with like swashbuckler finesse because you're in a rage. I imagine you're using the rapier as a slashing or like a bludgeoning weapon almost. I'm trying. Uh, you, the pirate topples back dead as the blade cuts through him. Uh, then uh, only one pirate left. He looks seriously wounded. Uh, pirate's dead. Um, only one pirate left. Rubert, you turn back to him. He's just cleaved his blade into you. You parried it. Uh, he's the only one left. What do you do? He's wounded. All right. Uh, she may not have been willing to kill you, but I am if you don't open this damn door. And note, your crew's already failed two attempts at intimidating him to stand down, so it's going to be very hard to do so. Uh, I mean, I'm a little better at intimidation. I'll try. All right. Is this kind of my action to do this? It is an action, yeah. Can I give him inspiration for this or not? Sure. I'll take it. I assume you're giving him your inspiration? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh, 20. Uh, The pirate has his sword hit raised and uh, stops for a moment. He, you see that he looks around the room, seeing uh, Frithoff unconscious, seeing the four dead pirates or, or three other dead pirates around him. He, you see he looks down to the grate beneath like Zelnern's feet that leads into the bilge below. And then he looks up to the iron grate leading to the uh, main deck above. You killed these men quickly. There was no chance for them to scream out and shout for help. Even Tim, or However, this guy stops and kind of lowers his sword and says... Let's all be cool. No need for violence. You just gave us a start there, didn't you? Bjorn, he says, uh, with a big wink. I'll give him a wink back. I, we did just give you a little scare, you know, something to, something to really keep the crew in line, right? Hey, that's all it were. That's all it were. You want, you want help with the Dora? Well, of I don't course. know. I don't know the words to the door. Punketa's the one what set the locks. Frithoff, uh, the only ones that know are the officers. Are the only ones what can get back into the bosun's or into the officers' quarters. Hmm. Well, should we wake wake up the man? Uh, see if he'll be willing to spill his guts. Uh, he kind of shrugs and says, "You do what you want. I ain't fighting no more." And he, he drops his uh, scimitar and kind of backs off into the room. Mm, you're a smarter man than the rest of your crew. Um, God, I hope Phil's doing all right. Uh, Phil, you've finished smothering the crewman. <laughs> man, I hope do that you, crewman's doing all right. He really didn't seem too well. Do you do you uh, join the uh, cargo hold team? No, I'm I'm standing guard. Oh, right, you're standing guard. All right, yeah. so uh, 
Uh, so it seems this pirate, he doesn't, he's stood down. He doesn't want to fight anymore, but he doesn't uh, know the way out of the password into the cr- officer's quarters. It seems Punketa has used arcane lock to seal it. And uh, only Punketa uh, or the other officers, such as Fal Fritoff, Bloody Bjorn, Captain Sigurd Snake Eyes, and uh, that's it, uh, would know the uh, way into this officer's quarters. Do I know if a magic lock like that can still be picked? It can. It's just significantly harder. Yeah. What are the odds of someone having like written it down because they're a dumb pirate? Like, yeah, is there a sticky note on the door with like password written on it? Uh, well, I was going to do something a little more clever, but yeah, that that's cool too. There is there is not on the door itself, but you can make an investigation to try and... Uh, rifle around you so you could spend 10 minutes in here trying to investigate to see if there's a uh a uh lock or anything or to see if there's like a password or anything written down can i just cast locate object instead of missing my roll again probably yeah what's locate object do uh it's a lo- object known to you oh so i'd have to know like what it looks like yeah Okay, I'll investigate. Yeah, to have seen it up close. Oh, actually, it says an alternatively the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. So if you can guess what the the thing is written on, that'll work. I look at everyone else and like, you have any ideas of what this could be written on? Or I can just start looking around. It would probably be parchment, I imagine. I don't know that they would carve it in wood. Well, you do recall that any attempt to find parchment's probably going to immediately trigger the like inventory that uh, Fel Fritoff was holding in his hand. Because recall, he was holding like a sheaf of paper and like clipboard and stuff when you walked in. Oh, that's true. Oh, I'll go. Uh, circumventing the ten-minute investigation, can I just check his clipboard? <laughs> Yeah, you uh, grab up his notes and you see written in very big letters because he's clearly pretty blind. Uh, He's like font up to the max as you're flipping through it. You find that one pass or you find one written really, really large reads big tits. Okay. (laughs) Because these are pirates. (laughs) I think I know the password. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to go up to the door. <laughs> uh, There's just like, uh, just like sighing. <laughs> like, hey, uh, big tits. <laughs> you hear a click and the door God unlocks. So. <laughs> well, that's a bummer. You're a click and the door unlocks, uh, <laughs> allowing you to pass into the next room, which you now know to be Officer Quarters. We did it. Good, good job, everyone. Nice job, team. I did like that locate object idea, though. It was pretty clever. Yeah. Uh, so do you leave the uh, crewmen in here? Hmm. Yeah, I, I think if he tries to escape, Phil will stop him. So, what about the dead bodies in case someone comes down? Yeah, there, are there or any the, like, portholes or anything? We could. There's an of... iron grate in the ceiling that's like ten feet by ten feet that leads to the main deck that's covered in crew. Hmm. Is there any? any so I'm like, saying it's open air. Is there yeah. like a like a window we could chuck them out? No. Are there? So hmm. were, were there beds? Actually, in sorry. Uh, no, this is the uh, cargo hold. Um, so it's full of like supplies. Actually, sorry, there are um, not portcullises. What's the word? Oh, sorry, no, there are. There is this ship doesn't have a gun deck. So yeah, this is just a sealed off cargo hold. The only ways in and out are the two doors to the officer quarters, the doors to the crew quarters, and then the large ten foot by ten foot iron grate in the ceiling that leads up to the main deck, and the ten foot by ten foot hole that leads to the basement, or that leads to the bilge rather. Are there like big empty barrels or chests? There are big barrels. Are they empty? Yeah. 
Some of them are. Cool. Can we put the bodies in those? Uh, you start loading bodies, including the unconscious Frithoff, into barrels. While meanwhile, the living crew member, or pirate, looks over with a disgust and says, Hey, bodies ain't meant to be put in barrels. Oh, don't worry. We'll roll them overboard eventually. Good. All men deserve their chance to be offered by a deal with the sailor's devil. I think people look better in barrels. It looks like they have shells then. <laughs> and that's the start of a serial killer. Uh, <laughs> the barrel. You need your shell. <laughs> yes, the start of a serial killer. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so you load Sorry them up. Sorry to steal up. your IP. <laughs> you load them up, but what do you do about the... Uh, what do you do about the uh, crew member who's alive? Uh, hey, how do you feel about slaving? For it entirely. It's the best way to make a quick coin. Oh, that was not the answer I was hoping for. Oh, uh, against it. It's terrible. It's an inefficient way to make a quick coin. <laughs> Just inefficient, huh? Nothing else wrong with it? It's... Hard work. <laughs> and there ain't value in working hard. I live I, I give the other other folks a, a look like, do we need this guy? Where do you keep them? The slaves. Is this one a trick question like the last one? Mm, no. no. I hope not. I don't. Normally, the officers shove them in the bilge. He points down to the iron grate. They shove them down in the bilge. We pack them tight in there. As many uh, as many merfolk as we, or sorry, as many men as we can, and women as we can grab. But right now, all we got is the one that's in the water hold, and that one's kept in the bosun's quarters. Hmm. And have we figured out where the bosun's quarters are yet? It's in the officer quarters, behind those two doors on the other side of the cargo hold that you tried to get through. That uh, turned out they were arcane locked. The big oh. tit door. And by the way, uh, what's what's behind the the lizard door? Lizard. Uh, That's where the he, he looks at you confused and says, "It's where the lizard folks is staying." And Captain uh, Sigurd's got a whole deal worked out with them. They were the lizard folk plus the crew or the cargo we've been bringing them. He looks at you a bit confused. You know, from the ships we've been raiding. The Imperial ships, we've been taking their weapons and we give them to the lizard folk. And what are the lizard folk doing with the weapons? To hell if I know. Captain Joe says we get paid big money by some uh, patron of ours for every bit of co or every weapon we bring off to the lizard folk. And uh, what's the name of this patron? To hell if I know. Big money bags. Probably some rich guy. <laughs> probably something, his initials probably like uh, Sylvan. Petro, something sounds like money, you know, silver pieces, Sylvan Petro. That's what I'd guess his name is. You're just making that name up? Or, <laughs> it's just uh, a name, you know, he's, he pays big coin. Ah, uh, thank you. Well. Because it's not just, uh, it's not just, it's not just the weapons we bring him, you know. We bring him meats and stuff, fishes, all sorts of things we find. Meats and fishes. Sometimes they even try to claim uh, they try to claim captives. The one we got in the officers' quarters. That one's going to the lizard folk, the merfolk with the pure gold scales. Wait, are you saying the lizard folk are the merfolk? No, there's lizards folks, and then there's just like there's shark men. There's lizards. There's mers. All your wet speakers. Oh, you're a regular zoologist. I dabble. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you let this zoologist who figure, finds that slavery is either efficient or not efficient or bad because it's hard work, uh, <laughs> how, do you shove him in a barrel or do you leave him be? I tell you what, he's not joining the crew. Uh, <laughs> you just uh, sit, sit tight in here. Uh, we're going to go check out the officer's quarters. Um, you just hang tight, and uh, we'll be back. And, uh, you know, it would be in your best interest to not go running off. Yeah, our, uh, our friend back there in the other room is a little less friendly than us, so 
recommend you just kind of stay put. All right. Uh, he agrees to stay put in the cargo hold. Hmm. Yeah, let's check you... out these officers' quarters. All right. You step off to the officers' quarters. Uh, Are they nicer than Rubio's? Um, you step off to the officers' quarters. How's everyone doing out there in Radio Land? It's me, your friend Ryan, who plays your favorite bard, Rubear Graceland, on Chaotic Normal The Shattered Isles. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, ring that bell, and go go to iTunes.com and give that give that thumbs up. Um, that I think is the only announcement. Check out social meds, Chaotic Norm. Bing it, you'll find you'll find us. Uh, go send any questions or comments to chaoticnormalpod at gmail dot com, as well as any um, non alcoholic uh, re- drink recipes. Always appreciate those, and um, I will talk to you on the next week. So until then, uh, zip it up, zip it out, and bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.